coming up. And so, you know, and then it's hard to digest because you go and you're like, okay, no, I'm fine. But the person that I am, I'm like, okay, well, if this doctor says no, and he says expansion and or and surgery, why would he say that? And so being curious, I dove into researching more about like appliances. I went through like looking at the alpha appliance. There was also the DNA appliance that I was looking at. There was also mm-hmm. like the, um, he was also mentioning like maybe doing um, appliances for pulling the jaw forward so that it could sleep better at night. The whole, all mm-hmm. of the options, all of the options. So um, I didn't feel like I wanted those, you know, like this is, because yeah. he was honest. He was like, at the end of the day, he goes, I'm just being honest with you. It's just going to bandaid your symptoms and it can temporarily fix, but because your structure is, is damaged and your structure is really bad, you're going to need to have surgery. And then, so that was definitely echoed on and on throughout that whole situation. We have a special offer for our Munch Bunch listeners. To book a virtual consult with Megan, she's offering a discount of $25 off. Just email her, Megan, at nwmyofunctionaltherapy.com or through her website, www.orofacial-myology.com. To book a virtual consult with Kimmy for the $25 off, email her mouthmusclememory at outlook.com or through the website, www.mouthmusclememory.com. Now on to the episode. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the Munch Bunch podcast. I'm Megan Van Noy, myofunctional therapist, dental hygienist, and I am here with my co-host, Kimmy Nishimoto, myofunctional therapist, dental hygienist, one of my favorite people in the whole wide world. And today we are actually completing the trifecta of my favorite people. And we have on actually my patient care coordinator for Northwest Myofunctional Therapy, Saini. Uh, you guys have probably heard a lot about Saini. She is actually coming on to share her story about her recent jaw surgery. So double jaw surgery, mm-hmm. Saini. Yeah. Has <sighs> been through the gambit. So she's going to share her patient side of things. Uh, and she actually has a pretty unique look because she's a patient, but now she also works on the back end, talking mm-hmm. with our patients and working with our myo patients uh, to get them started in treatment. So we're so happy to have you, Miss Saini. Mm-hmm. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited we get to do this today. Yes, I know. We're letting you take a break from you know work to you know do fun yeah. work now. Fun work. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Gosh, where do you want to start, Kimmy? Mm. Tell us about how you felt before you started doing Mayo and before you even decided to go jaw surgery. Like, tell us like what your symptoms were beginning and kind of the steps that led you up to that. Because that's a really hard one for people to sign on to jaw surgery. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Um, so I'm going to rewind back to about 2014. Um, my biggest thing that was happening was that I was having lots of ear issues. 
Um, I constantly had lots of drainage come out of my ears. I was constantly bleeding. There was lots of pain always radiating over here, back of my head, um, down my shoulders. It would cause lots of tension headaches everywhere. Um, and the biggest thing was like, I am so in so much pain right here that I can't function. And, you know, being a mom of three children, trying to function as a mother and as like a wife and regular sane every day, it was extremely difficult. And, you know, I have a lot of high, like high pain tolerance, but then when I get to that point where I'm like, okay, I, I can't function as a person there, there is something wrong. So that took me on to, okay, well, I have absolutely no idea what I'm doing with my ears. Every specialist, keep in mind, I've worked with every specialist for an ENT um, since the age of seven. So I've gone through many mm. different ENT specialists. All of them just said, oh, well, there's, uh, you have chronic ear infections. You're just going to have to deal with it as you grow up and it's not going to be a problem. Blah, blah, blah. No, well, you know, it's a problem, but it's not going to be something that you can fix. And... Mm. So, you know, I just had this really heavy burden of feeling like I was not going to be able to find a cure. And I remember some lady, she had actually been over here in LA and she had gotten a type of cancer and she was like, you know what, I'm going to figure this out and I'm going to heal myself because I want to. And because I feel like there's a way that I can do it. And after hearing her, I thought to myself, you know, why can't I do it? Why can't I solve my own problems? Why can't I research? Why can't I do the work to find healing for myself? Mm -hmm. So that started into the journey of, okay, what's around my ears? What, what goes on over there? You know, oh, okay, well, your jaws next to your ear. What if it was like something you have to do with jaws? So I like started YouTubing and I came across a myofunctional therapist and it was talking about how um, the function of the jaw and the ears, they coincide together and possible symptoms of ear symptoms and things like that could actually be issues with your jaw. So from there, I dove deep into figuring out what she was in. She was talking about myofunctional therapy and it really intrigued me and I actually contacted her and said, hey, I want to know is there a possibility that all of these issues with drainage could be actually from like dysfunction of the tongue and my tongue tied, that kind of thing. It ended up um, being, yes, I was definitely tongue tied. And from there, everything just kind of, kind of snowball effect. Everything led into, mm. one, led into another, into another, and into another. And um, started myofunctional therapy I went to go get my tongue released by one of the doctors over here and he told me no. And I was completely heartbroken because here I am thinking, okay, well, if I, if I release, like I'm going to have so much relief and I'm going to be able to function properly. Right. But bless his heart. I appreciate him so much. Now that I think about it, like he took the time and he really said, you know, I, I don't feel comfortable when, when a doctor tells you that he doesn't feel comfortable he's an honest doctor and you should probably mm. be doing that. So he, he said he wasn't comfortable with it. And I kept asking him why. And he was like, I'm looking at your structure and your structure 
he, if he's like, he was hesitating between if I release your tongue, are you going to have enough space? Are you going to be able to breathe? Um, and if you have sleep apnea, am I going to make it worse? What's going on? So then he took my case and he actually presented it to a couple of different forums of doctors who also gave him counsel and said that the biggest thing for me is that I would definitely need to have double jaw surgery. So from there, it just kind of, I don't know, like at the moment, it was so much as a, as a patient, you're like, I just came in for a tongue tie release and now I have to do MMA, like what the crap is going yeah. on. Mm -hmm. There's so many. <laughs> and so, you know, and then it's hard to digest because you go and you're like, okay, no, I'm fine. But the person that I am, I'm like, okay, well, if this doctor says no, and he says expansion and or and surgery, why would he say that? And so being curious, I dove into researching more about like appliances. I went through like looking at the alpha appliance. There was also the DNA appliance that I was looking at. There was also mm -hmm. like, the, um, he was also mentioning like maybe doing um, appliances for pulling the jaw forward so that I could sleep better at night. The whole, all mm -hmm. of the options, all of the options. So um, I didn't feel like I wanted those, you know, like this is, because yeah. he was honest. He was like, at the end of the day, he goes, I'm just being honest with you. It's just going to band-aid your symptoms and it can temporarily fix, but because your structure is, is damaged and your structure is really bad, you're going to need to have surgery. And then, so that was definitely echoed on and on throughout that whole situation. I'm, I hope I'm going like in the direction that you're wanting, like this is- Yes, it's perfect, yes, the okay. story, the storyline. Yeah, so I don't know, do you wanna hear how I ended up into surgery? Like how that happened <laughs> with that? Like, wait, so yeah, go ahead, go ahead. I'm you curious, like on your end, were you like offended? Like, did it make you mad when they said, like, oh, structurally, like, your bone structure is not ideal, and you got the retronathia, the tucked back chin? Sometimes we get, like, a little defensive about that. I'm just curious, like, did you have any of those, like, human-type feelings? <laughs> oh, yeah. I was like, well, there's something's wrong with my face. Like, you know, How you, dare like, you speak of my face this way? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, you know, and it's funny, because... Um, looking back on it, people would tell my mother all the time, like, hey, she's got a really small chin. Like, she's she's got a really tiny chin. Are you going to do anything about it? My mom's like, what do we, small chin, what do I do with it? Like, what about it? Like, nobody knows that, you know, there was that tongue tie there or that I had had actually had arthritis in my jaws. Like, nobody knew all of this stuff. Um right. But yes, I, you know, it's, it's kind of that feeling of, okay, like, like I, I, I understand that it's not symmetrical. Like I understand that it's far back and it's like, well, I mean, this face got my husband. So, I mean, I guess I'm cute. Like, I, like, <laughs> I was like well, at least I'm cute enough for my husband. Like, okay, but what's the, and then it was like, okay, I'm not, I'm not too offended because at the end of the day, they're just like, I want you to breathe better. I want you to sleep better. I want you to eat better and thrive. So I, you know, really had to digest that it was coming from a good space. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
Yeah. Thank I you know. for sharing that. Yeah, I know it's hard. It's hard to talk about and people don't want to talk about that emotion that you go through, but acceptance after, after you know, being presented with facts, I feel like that's an important thing for patients to realize is like, you, you're going to have emotions and you're going to feel, you, you may feel offended and it's okay. It's just <laughs> looking at the, yeah. the logical side and the facts of it. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm curious, Amy, do you know what your, um, the airway scan that we talk about all the time is CBCT or cone beam is how we digitally measure the head and neck and the, the, how much room you have on the roof of your mouth and, uh, and anatomically, like you can digitally measure the airway. Yes. Do you know about how much, uh, airway space you had? I do. So we ended up getting like a CBCT scan. We sent it out to UCLA to see how much airspace was in there. Um, let me see if I can pull it up real quick. But it was it was pretty bad. It was enough that it was there's also the upper airway resistance. Uh, uh, they they were they were like, oh, you can do the CPAP. I don't want to sleep with a CPAP, but um, in your twenties, trying to sleep with a CPAP like that's not. I, I mean, it's not the dream at any age, but like, especially like when you're like in your most youthful years and you're like, I can't believe I need something like this to help me through. And right. And you're like, I can't, well, it's so attractive while you're sleeping. Mm -hmm. right? Oh yeah. It's, yes. It was not very good. I remember, you know, there's like the red and yellow gauging in between mm -hmm. it. It was like red, yellow ish. Area. No greens, no greens, no green. all red, yellow, <laughs> no green, no green. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we wrap our head around, okay, fine. My, I have arthritis in the joints. I'm going to need double jaw replacement surgery. I'm going through this process. I have this tongue tie. Okay. What do I do next? How do I do it? What comes first? What comes second? Like, what does this even all mean? So, um, gosh, is this about maybe not quite yet. Is this kind of close to the time where you and I met at this point then in the story? So diagnosis with, so that's another thing that I really appreciate Dr. Cobbleson for was that, uh, no, so no, we're not, we haven't met yet okay. to the mainland to do surgery yet. Um, but it was right after that kind of whole snowball effect that I ended mm -hmm. up being on the mainland and saying, okay, I need braces. I need expansion because all the, I understand now, like 100% why it's important. I've done all of this research, done my homework, and I went in to see a jaw surgeon in Tula, and he goes, "Yeah, you're gonna you're gonna need a specialist for your jaw surgery." I was like. <laughs> I don't want one, like a specialist is going to be more out of pocket. What am I going to, you know, okay, how am I supposed to do this? So I was actually um, looking for a surgeon that would take on my case because I had so much damage over here that it was either supposed, it was supposed to be a total joint replacement. So they would have just cut everything mm. down here, pulled the whole thing, done all the wonderful extra stuff. So, um, after I moved to Utah and after I had that consultation with the jaw surgeon, that's when I met Megan and we were working together. And then I flew over to LA and met Dr. Zaki and I met, I had a consultation with my surgeon, Dr. Koppelson on that. Mm -hmm. And then um, the 
I feel like it's important for patients to know is that like the reason why I chose my doctor, Dr. Cobbleson, was because I remember in our consultation, he was like, oh, I like, he was like looking at my face really, you know, I, you know, I've never had somebody like intensely stare at my face, like, <laughs> you know, but it was so fun because, you know, I saw Dr. Cobbleson and I could just see him processing everything. And it, you know, and then at one point he just lit up and he's like, oh, I know what it is. I know what you have. And I go, what do I have? Like, what? Like, what do I have? He goes, no. He goes, I know what this is. He's like, I did a research paper on this when I was in college and I've done this. And I was like, I've already done something like this. And he went through and he goes, you had arthritis when you were younger and mm. it destroyed your joints and this is why you developed this way and it was like answers the mm. first answer you guys this was like the first answer in 29 years after so yeah. many specialists after like relapse and ortho the whole thing and it was you know right then I knew it was like you know watching him solve the problem mm. and then give me an answer that's the kind of surgeon that I want to have if there's a problem. So I knew I could trust him with, um, with any, any problem that may occur. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so just to clarify, it's Dr. Kevin Coppelson, Kevin's his first name, Dr. Kevin Coppelson. Um, he's based Mm -hmm. out of LA. He, uh, has surgery privileges, a handful of places, which Sandy can speak to better than I can. Um, and then he collaborates with a few other airway people that we also work with a ton, like uh, the Breathe Institute and Dr. Zaghi. Oh, yeah. um, and so that's that's kind of all of those those connections. So, um, yeah. yeah. Okay. So Kevin was like, "Yep, let's do it." This is yeah. Let's I like do this. He's like, "Oh," and then um, that same day, Dr. Zaghi is like, "Hey, you want to talk to release?" And I was like. <laughs> are you sure? It's like, yeah, that's common. Whipped in me in that office. And he was like, oh yeah. Like, and then we did our, my tongue tie release. And I remember I was like, oh, just the tongue tie release for me was such an emotional journey. Just that relieved so much pain. And I remember describing it as it's the first time I've ever felt relief. Like that really was the first time I've ever felt relief. Yeah. And I they say, Hey, I know what relief is. It's not, it's not like medicine, but like actual relief from pain. So that was the first marker of like, Hey, we're now I know what relief is. So, mm-hmm. yeah. And I remember talking to you on the phone afterwards and it almost kind of mirrored the conversations Kimmy and I had around her tongue tie of just that like emotional release Mm-hmm. That was so cool and just so like, I don't know, beautiful is like a lack of, I think is really what it comes down to just to be able to breathe, to be able to open up, you know, it's different than my tongue tie story, right? Cause you know, I was pregnant and throwing up my entire week of getting a tongue tie release. <laughs> that story is different because uh, <laughs> I'm insane. Um, but that just, and I just remember getting like teary eye talking to you about it too. Cause I'm just like, man, this is so cool. Like we're really finally making waves making moves Um, going the right direction like making space for that healing which I think was really cool oh yeah oh yeah I I like to kind of now that I think about it you know when you're lifting like heavy heavy weights and you've got like 150 pounds and it's like you've never taken it off your shoulders before then you walk around with like 
a whole bunch of weight, like 150 pounds extra. When he released that tongue tie, it was like, it finally fell off my shoulders. Like all of that went finally. And I finally get that the weight comes off your shoulders, but it was more of like that physical relief Mm -hmm. as well. Yeah. I think that's an interesting point because sometimes like we get a little, a little too hung up on tongue space lately Mm-hmm. where it's like you knew that you needed to have jaw surgery but you also had this tongue tie and the one person said no but Zoggy who is the ultimate yeah the <laughs> leader yeah. the one who yeah. the one who kind of coined yeah and he kind of coined that tongue space right like he coined yeah. that research the 2019 learn to scale 348 cases two got worse one because of the tongue space issue that's who we really focused on seeing if they could do better um you know, like he's kind of the one who started talking about tongue space to begin with, right? Like mm-hmm. that was 2019. So the like three years I was even practicing myofunctional therapy before that, that was not a conversation we were having. So, mm-hmm. you know, three, four years before we even had that tongue, you know, tongue space conversation. Mm-hmm. So, and he still released yours, even knowing yeah. that this was mm-hmm. coming, right? Like, well, and by then I hadn't said yes to doing things with Dr. Coppelson. He was like, let's do it. Let's look to Chung. Let's do this. Let's get a release. Let's be it. I was like, oh, like, <laughs> all right. Like, but it was, you know, the one thing that I was really hoping for me, like for me, I was hoping to have that type of release and relief from it. And it was such an emotional, emotional and physical response to it. And I remember he had the, Oh, like the O2 monitor yeah. and my heart rate started going up so high and he's like are you okay and I go ah! you know and I just start tearing up because I'm like I have no idea why I'm I'm just feeling a little wonky here he's like okay well we're just gonna you know and then he went on to explain like why it's important to take a break and it monitor heart rate everything like that it was it was a very cool experience and a very big learning experience for me as well yeah. And let me jump in here. You guys, she did not do this without having some myo prep. Okay. Everybody like pause for a second. Sani and I had been working together for yeah. at least six, seven, eight months at this point. So she, yep. her myo yep. was dialed in. Dr. Soggy <laughs> didn't get all yep. willy nilly with it. Okay. No, <laughs> and keep in mind, he was like, I want to see your suction. And it was bam, like mm-hmm. it's up there. So yes, yeah. I did not do that without mm-hmm. being my first. So just like yeah. no, nobody, you know, nobody get too excited. Okay. <laughs> Don't get too excited. No, you gotta do your work. You gotta put in the work in order to have good results. We want to introduce the spot for Tots course, a parent's guide for toddlers ages two to five for mini Mayo. We have Megan and Kimmy going over nasal hygiene, myofunctional exercises, breathing exercises, tongue tie healing protocols, and then we have Jenny June going over sleep hygiene and Kelsey Baker going over feeding therapy and body work. Uh, the course is 297 and the link will be in the description. Yeah, and so then it's about six months later is when you got the surgery. So we were supposed to do it seven months later, mm-hmm. like August area. That was like the tentative plan. Mm-hmm. Uh, September, October. And then we had to wait till October-ish. And then mm-hmm. we said, okay, now, and then planned it out some more. And then December is when I got it. So about, yeah, yeah mm-hmm. 11, 11 months after. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
have been 12. Yeah. I'm like, no, oh, it was a while. It was, yeah. Um, so that, yeah. So it was a, it was almost a year after the tongue tear release that I finally had double jaw surgery. So mm -hmm. how was that year in between your tongue tie release and when you had the surgery, was there um, an improvement, like incremental improvement, or was it pretty drastic? And then the surgery, once you healed, was the cherry on top? Or how, how was that gap year? It was actually, because there was so much more relief, I could function more. But um, I would have to say, looking back on it right now, there was a lot less pain compared to what I would have had to deal with, but it also, there was also changes in my physical structure. Uh -huh. And then, um, cause you're going through the expansion. Yeah. So the expansion pain and the pulling back my teeth pain was kind of like gapping that pain that I used to have mm. with the with the tongue tie and the tension here the tension wasn't bad here compared to what prior and before but the 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 pulling and the cutting off my ear more and making it pretty much everything worse and in place for surgery that was really painful and emotional that was not something I could do on by myself so that that year prepping was, was difficult. I'm going to be honest. It was hard. And there were some days where it was just, um, it was, it was just painful. Okay. So then we went through that year, we got you prepped. We were hoping it was be sooner well, there was a part of it. You guys was like all kind of the post COVID stuff. Like this is all 2020 yeah. timeframes, 2021. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so that's kind of why things got pushed around so much too. So, okay. So we finally get our surgery date. We go into surgery. You mm -hmm. flew to Texas. Flew to Texas, went okay. to Houston Methodist and uh, got surgery. I'm like, <laughs> honestly, that was the easiest part. The easiest part was getting surgery. I'm going to be honest. Like people think it's like the worst thing, but it was the prep was more emotional and more uh more of a difficult thing to bear physically mm -hmm. than having to heal from surgery yeah mm -hmm. yeah definitely and so went through the surgery how long do you remember how long the surgery was how long it took him yep so i was originally only supposed to be in surgery for five hours um ended up in surgery for six mm. then um came out pretty okay and but then I started to balloon oh yeah uh, <laughs> uh you know got really uh swollen there a little plump a little plump for a bit little, little little a lot plump which is okay you know yeah yeah and then how long till you were even able to open your mouth again <laughs> I mean wide <laughs> I think even just open like <laughs> well I well you know Part of me was just like, because uh, yeah. uh, I don't know if you noticed, and sorry, my nose did. Um, when I first came out, I was like, <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. And I remember Dr. Coppleson came and he's like, we gotta close your mouth, but close your <laughs> mouth. Um, but to open to eat, I would say I was trying to eat some like ramen noodles week three, and I just <sighs> stick it in. 
and just kind of, <laughs> you know, but because it was so, you know, if you make your noodles like super slippery and just like slips on down. So mm-hmm. I would say, but to like fully open and bite, it was about three months. So mm-hmm. three months. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. The stabilization, getting the like muscle fibers to reconnect, getting mm-hmm. things to work like simultaneously again, like even I, you had some asymmetries, like one side was working better than the other for a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's been kind of a crazy kind of post-op journey. Oh yeah. Well, and then because you did everything interoral, everything was like cut out, you know, and then we did all have to remove some of the muscles that were on the side. And so that learning how to chew, um, it was completely new. Mm-hmm. and swallowing of course because now I have all that space as well my tongue was like well how do we swallow water how are we swallowing food are we using the back of the tongue and I don't know if you remember Megs when I was telling you I'm like I feel like I'm gonna gag like I had mm-hmm. some gag was bad gagging reflexes that were happening because I was just hitting the back of the roof and my tongue was hitting the back and it was just like this is this is new Mm-hmm. And my tongue hadn't been stimulated before, and my mouth hadn't been had that stimulation before. Mm-hmm. How long were you bruised for, Sammy? Oh, I want to say I didn't bruise that bad. I don't remember a ton of bruising. Mm-mm. I used a lot of arnica on there, so I wasn't badly bruised. I would only say about two and a half weeks. Mm-hmm. max through like three only because it was just it was more a lot of swelling not lots of bruising though mm-hmm. yeah the swelling yeah and actually let me let me share your before yeah and after so this is the most exciting thing in the world mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah so yeah I remember before like, okay just so everybody knows the before like Sani, no chin, poor baby, um, but still gorgeous eyelashes. Let's talk about that. Thank you. Um, <laughs> you know, but and then look at how much more room. Like, see how much like the nose is off from like where the chin should be versus now. It's just like, well, bam. So, and then I'll pull up the other other side. Yeah, and so that first one in the purple. That was my first consultation where I had just had a bunch of ear issues. Mm-hmm. And then the second one, the second slide that we're about to see, um, that is right before surgery. And so everything is really pulled back and everything's getting aligned to actually move my jaw forward. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 I cringe. So- I cringe. Um, not, not because I'm like, ah, oh, that's hideous. I cringe because... I remember the amount of pain. Yeah. In that one. Aww. I'm emotional. <laughs> I'm like, I remember the amount of pain that came yeah. with that prep and that mental, that mental mm-hmm. mental toughness and working through and needing like all the support. It was it was that was hard. Was yeah. Hard. So hard. Yeah. And then, you know, you were living, you and the kids were living in Utah, your husband's back in Hawaii, like there's so many moving pieces, like, you know, I had just had Isabel, like, mm-hmm. sometimes Sandy and I like to say that we trauma bonded, you guys, um, yeah. 
yeah, that's why we're so close these days. But um, yeah, so, and then, so what they don't see in that picture is you saw it on your braces. Yeah. And obviously, if you're watch if you're watching this versus listening, you can see saying he's got this gorgeous non-brace face smile because we're mm-hmm. we're we've completed so nice. still ortho for another few months after and just recently got the braces off. Mm-hmm. And that was it. I was not expecting my face to look or my mouth or my teeth to look the way they look. Mm-hmm. I'm so used to having like teeth that look like they're too big for my mouth and like people commenting, I have such a tiny mouth, you know, mm-hmm. but then to be able to have like a full functioning smile and teeth that are aligned so I can properly chew, it was of course emotional and I cried and definitely, you know, <laughs> but yeah. I'm definitely thankful to have a healthy mouth with good teeth and being able to breathe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's so cool. It's such a cool story. You know, it's so hard is there's not a lot of protocols around this where as my functional therapist, we're asking for this all the time. You know, Sandy and I are kind of putting our heads together because we have now worked together through this of creating some protocols ourselves because it is such an emotional journey. It is such a physical journey. Like there's every piece of the puzzle to it. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a big deal. Uh, and, you know, Sani, I hope you don't mind me sharing this, but you know, she catches people staring at her face a lot. People who knew her before, people who know her now. She's like, people just kind of stare at my face. <laughs> well, and you know, it, it's funny because the people I knew before, um, they it takes them a couple of minutes, like it takes them a couple of times of interacting with me to like really grasp, okay, now I like I get why she had surgery. It's just like, oh. Like I didn't realize, like I didn't realize that that's where she should have grown in the first place. Like mm-hmm. I didn't realize that she had so much pain and trauma that it was causing that um, dysfunction. Yeah. Yeah. It's <laughs> so funny because um, I've always thought you were just darling personality, oh. spirit, soul, face, <laughs> like just so cute. But now you've had your surgery. I'm like model. Damn. <laughs> you guys are so sweet like I'm so I feel so honored you know looking back on it like I feel so honored you know I have this space now and I want to use it for good and and I and I want to be able to express to people like you know there are there are ways to solve your problems if you know and you can do it it's just like I, I feel honored yeah. that my face is allowing for people to have a conversation. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm <laughs> a conversation for good. Yes. Conversation for good. We're going to save our evil schemes for later for other things. Um, and actually, Sani, she documented her whole journey on Instagram. Um, it's Sani's choice, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. It was, yeah. It was my choice to take life and do things for myself and to heal myself and so I named that named it specifically it was my choice so it's Sani's choice of what mm-hmm. so I can take responsibility for my choices as well yeah mm-hmm. and I love it and I love it so much so you can uh, check out Sani's story on Instagram at Saini's Choice. Uh, you can also check out some of Saini's posts. She does all my social media, you guys. 
Um, so, you know, at the NWMFT, if you've been mm -hmm. liking the post lately, that's because Saini's been making them. Um, <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yes. And Saini, it has kind of a unique spelling. So S-E-I-N-I-S choice. Okay. Um, and of course, you know, she's linked through all of our pages too, and you can find her there. You can find Kimmy at Mouth Muscle Memory. <laughs> And you can find me at NWMFT, of course, email, reach out. If you have questions about your jaw surgeries coming up, any of us can help answer and guide you guys that right direction too. So like we said, we're going to use it for good and uh, you really spread the word, spread the message and offer support to others. 100%, 100%. Awesome. Well, we will catch you guys for our next episode. Uh, we've got some, like I've been saying lately I keep I feel like at every end of episode I'm like we've got cool guests coming and it's like we've got cool stuff like we've been so blessed lately with all these people and all these guests and um I just can't be like any more thankful so uh follow us the munch bunch podcast that's where you can also find us on Instagram and on YouTube Spotify Apple Anchor you know if it's out there we're probably on it so uh <laughs> Kimmy, I love you as always. Saini, same. It's been one of my favorite episodes because two of my whole favorite people. So <laughs> we will catch you guys soon. Thanks, Saini. Bye, guys. Bye.